Charlie Dice, and you're listening to the Life Beyond Infertility Podcast, a podcast devoted to providing information and sharing stories surrounding how to accept your infertility and learning to live a happy, fulfilled life beyond it. As a life after infertility coach and someone who's personally been through the ups and downs of trying to conceive and passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered to take their lives back and find the joy in them again. I believe this area is a crucial missing link in the infertility space. And by talking about it and sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in. Today, I want to talk about infertility and age. And the reason I want to talk about it is because I had made a post in one of the Facebook groups I'm in called The Childless Life. And I was talking about our decision to end our trying to conceive journey. And I mentioned my age. So I'm currently 35. Next week, I'll be 36. And my husband is 38. And a lot of times when we tell people that we don't have children, you know, or we say, yeah, we're not going to have children, we get statements like, oh, you're still young. You can keep trying. But that's not the point, (laughs) right? Like age is not the point because everyone stops at some point and it's a completely personal decision. And for me, Personally, in my own um, situation, when I went in for evaluation for infertility, they actually told me that when they aged my eggs, which was a thing, so they age your eggs, and my eggs were actually that of someone who was between 50 and 55. So even though at the time, I think I was like 32 or 33 um, when that happened, they were still... 20 years older, when someone says to me, oh, you're still young, you can keep trying. Yes, I guess they have good intentions. And yes, I guess, you know, they look at me and think that I am still young. But biologically, I might not be young. And even that isn't really the point. You know, the point is that it's a personal decision and fertility or infertility, like I talked before, in itself is finite. You know, you run out of time, you run out of money, you have a medical reason for it. Um, Or if you're lucky, infertility ends because you have a biological child. Um, But eventually, you know, this, this stage of life, child rearing age ends for all of us. So I don't really think it has any bearing on your decision to have children, you know, what your age is. And I think it's really a disservice when people say that because, you know, as one person commented in the, on the post, it's not like I didn't know that. It it sounds as if when you say that people are asking if there was anything else that you could try or why don't you do another round of IVF? And honestly, I just got so tired of explaining to people that it wasn't that easy. And it makes you feel like they are saying to you that you didn't think of that already. You know, like, oh, why didn't you just adopt? Or why don't you try another round of IUI? Or, you know, you can foster or whatever. Like, I mean, all of that stuff goes through your head, trust me. But it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with that. And it's not that easy. I, you know, age, yes, obviously becomes a factor in fertility at some point. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is that 
even just looking at someone from the outside is not an indication of their reproductive age on the inside. The other thing too with age is especially with infertility, the treatments that are offered currently do definitely decrease in terms of percentage of success depending on your age. So just using like IVF as an example, a lot of the medical websites and everything that you can go to or that you log on to show that between 30 and 34 years of age, IVF treatment has a 43% chance of being successful. That drops all the way down to 31% for women age 35 through 39, and then all the way down to 11% for women ages 40 through 44. So just between the age of, say, 34 and 35, that's a significant difference in the success of IVF based on your your age. And that is what they told us at the fertility um, treatment center that we went to, is that essentially we would have the same chance of success of conception, whether we did IVF or whether we did, uh, you know, whether we kept trying naturally. Again, like all these treatments that are available, um, you know, from a medical standpoint, it also really depends on age. And so for someone to look at me at being 35 and say, oh yeah, just, you know, go do another round of IVF or go try IUI or, you know, whatever. I would only have a 31% chance of having any of those treatments actually result in a positive pregnancy. So it doesn't correlate, I guess, is the best way that I can say it. You know, and it, it even it even goes further when, you know, you have eggs donated, um, you know, because you can, you can, older women can increase the chance of having a baby if they have eggs donated by a younger woman. But still, the whole system, you know, needs to work together in tandem in order to have a successful pregnancy. So it still isn't, obviously nothing is a guarantee, but it still doesn't really increase your chances to the point that are, you know, that it's statistically significant. It just kind of goes to show that it doesn't really matter. Biological age is not the best indicator of infertility, at least the number on the page. The other point I want to make about age, reproductive age and infertility is also when we start to transition to life beyond infertility, you want to make sure that you're at a place where you feel like you can still have that quality of life. You don't want to just keep waiting and waiting and waiting, you know, hoping that something will happen. And then by the time you get to a certain point or a certain age and, you know, things happen, haven't happened or you run the risk of something not happening, then you're at the point where you no longer physically have the ability to go do the things that would have made you happy had you done them when you were younger. That's another factor to consider. I'm 35. I love to travel and I love to experience new things, cultures, new places. And if I had continued to try to have children all throughout my 30s and even into my 40s, that would have decreased the opportunities for me to do the traveling that I love to do in addition to some of the um, things that I like to do while I'm traveling. So the more physical activities that I like to do. That too, you know, plays a role in 
the decision that people need to make for themselves on, you know, when they need to decide to stop. Taking just my personal situation as the example, here I have, I'm 35, but my eggs are the age of a a 50-year-old. I do love to travel, and so I don't want to wait until I physically can't anymore, or or maybe, you know, who knows, like you get cancer or something. Like, you just don't know. I didn't want to run that risk, and we had tried for you know, years and years, and we had gone through testing, and my husband had issues on his side too. All of those things combined, it just, it was like, yes, it's it's time. And so that's why I think coming back around to the question that you get asked then of, or not the question, but the statement, when people say to you, oh, you're young, you should keep trying, but it really, there's just a lot more that goes into that. And it's just not as easy or in black and white as that statement makes it sound. And again, I know that maybe people aren't trying to be flippant when they say that, but, and the intention may be good, but I just wanted to kind of detail for those of you out there that may have said that to somebody in the past, why that statement is so detrimental, especially when it is directed at somebody who is younger going through a trying to conceive journey. And I guess in a way, I'm kind of curious, like just from an insider's perspective on the trying to conceive journey, what age is acceptable, you know, to stop trying. I think from a society standpoint, I guess is my question. At what age do you think a woman should stop trying and you don't feel like you need to ask her or say to her, oh, you're still young, you can keep trying. I mean, I'm 35, I still get asked that. So is it when you hit 40, 38, like I, I'm just, you know, I'm genuinely curious, like, I guess, you know, reach out to me on my website or any of my social media handles and let me know, like, what, what age do you think it's appropriate to no longer say that statement to to a woman? And I do get from a societal standpoint, I mean, obviously to continue a society, it needs to reproduce from a cultural, not even a cultural, but from a, maybe even a spiritual standpoint, society probably feels like it's okay to ask these types of questions or say these types of things to women because they do want to obviously perpetuate the species. But like, let's be honest. I mean, I think nowadays it's more of just a curiosity. So to kind of wrap this up, I just want to, again, preface by saying biological age doesn't always correlate to someone's fertility or infertility. So the next time you think about asking somebody when you're at church or out at the grocery store and you see your next door neighbor and you think that they're of childbearing age and that they should have children by now, just don't ask the question um, because it may not really have anything to do with their age on paper. And it's just something that people don't like being asked when they're going through infertility. So just food for thought, keep that in mind, and I'll see you in next week's episode. If you like this episode, be sure to download, subscribe, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. It really helps the show and helps me know the exact information my listeners want to talk about. For more information on accepting infertility and finding happiness beyond it, visit my website, www.charliedice.com. That's Charlie spelled C-H-A-R-L-I-E dice D-I-C-E dot com. Stay tuned for next week's episode.